1: How do you
0: not hear that?
1: Blob Talk Radio Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations,
0: Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Christ in You, the Hope of Glory. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, the founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear in this show. The following thought comes from a book by Alice Bailey, The Reappearance of the Christ. Today as an outcome of this unfolding divine presence, there is entering into human minds everywhere a new concept, that of Christ in us, the hope of glory. There is a growing and developing belief that Christ is in us, as he was in the Master Jesus, and this belief will alter world affairs and mankind's entire attitude to life. Does this opening thought imply that Christ exists not only in the person of Jesus, but in every human being?
1: Yes, and this is a uh, a belief, a um, a supposition that is not just uh, found in the uh, followers of Christ, the Christians, but we see it in Buddhism, in the uh, concept of buddhi, which is that of the indwelling light within every human being, The name of Buddha is the Enlightened One, but he was a, you could say, a perfect personification of the same quality that exists in every human being, that of buddhi or lighted substance. And buddhi is the same uh, spiritually as the Christ principle. In Hinduism, the belief that there dwells within every human being, the Atman, is uh, a similar concept. And what these various words mean is the realization that divinity, God, dwells not only within every human being but within every atom of substance in the manifested world. That God is both um, transcendent and greater than the created world but also present within every aspect of it. And uh, this is the... I suppose you could say the dual view of God, that God is both transcendent, greater than the created world, but also imminent, dwelling within his um, manifestation. And he expresses his presence in a way that we call the Christ principle, that there is this divine potential within every human being. And the expression, Christ in you, the hope of glory, uh, that is taken from the words of Paul in his letter to the Colossians, I think, when he spoke of that mystery. He referred to it as a mystery. And a mystery is essentially uh, something which awaits revelation. And it's interesting that this is exactly what the Christ principle within every human being awaits. It awaits revelation. It awaits expression, realization. You could say it's dormant or latent and awaiting uh, birth.
2: Yes, and it's, it's there, it's coming to birth, whether we realize it or not, but um, it, it's, I think perhaps uh, we get to, um, or there's a tendency to become so identified with the person of Christ mm-hmm. or the person of Jesus that uh, we miss the uh, actual consciousness aspect and uh, the the soul aspect, which is essentially what symbolically what the Christ was representing, and uh, <clears throat> if we could get beyond the personal identification of Christ as a person, then I think we can begin to um, <clears throat> expand our understanding and uh, begin to realize that there is more to uh, to this than than the personal self of, of Christ.
1: Yes, I think the problem with concentrating on the man Jesus and his Christhood is that it externalizes a spiritual principle by um, seeing it embodied only in its perfected form, which was Christ. He was the the perfect example of the fusion of the divine and the human. but. It overlooks or ignores the fact which Christ affirmed himself that that same potential exists within every human being. He said, greater things than I have done, ye shall do. He knew the promise of the human being. He also understood that the path of spiritual evolution is a very long road and the unfoldment of the spiritual potential of every human being is a long, long process and if we view our spiritual awakening as something that we have to achieve in just one given life we can look around us and see plenty of people including perhaps ourselves who are not going to make it to perfection not in this lifetime so you have to remember that this is a process we are all works in progress and we are at varying stages of the way but the the birth of the Christ the birth of the Christ principle we could say is a major step in spiritual evolution it's called the first initiation and the role of the mother aspect of Mary is to give birth to that Christ principle and this is the function of matter Mary is from the same word root as matter matter must be permeated with spirit and the expression of that that um, joining is the soul which is really what the Christ principle is the fusion of spirit and divinity that is the birth of the Christ principle and when that birth happens in the consciousness of a particular human being enough to cause an awakening that leads to a complete turning around of the life and of the entire direction of one's spiritual life, that's called the first initiation.
2: Yes, and I think the, um, <clears throat> perhaps we get, as I think we mentioned before, we get so caught up in the, in the name of Christ that um, perhaps some people are turned off by that because they, they, um, they see it only as the person. But if we can, in fact, you can even let go of the Christ and replace it with uh, soul or with um, loving sensitivity. So, I mean, and you would be talking about the same thing. It's uh, Christ, uh, you might say, loving sensitivity in you, the hope of glory, if the, the, using the word Christ is bothersome to you.
1: the the name Christ should not bother anyone it's from the same word root as Messiah Uh, Messiah is from the Sanskrit I think meaning the anointed one Christ is from the Greek meaning the same thing the anointed one we are all of us looking for the same thing I think calling it by different names calling it Buddhi, calling it the Atman calling it the Christ principle no matter. It's the realization, I think, in every human being who has progressed to a certain point that he is created of divine substance. He is made by God. And his duty as a human being is to bring that that um, divine potential into expression, into revelation. And that's the, the whole work of the Christ principle is to build forms for the expression of the divine quality that exists within them and that's why the, the, the first initiation has so much to do with the physical aspects of one's conduct of life. The first initiation often results in people taking a, a great um, care and focus to the diet to the um, outer handling of the life, the sexual practices, uh, yoga perhaps, that kind of thing, to getting their outer house in order, that's the first step. What follows after that is much more demanding and much more subjective, but we begin by putting the form life in proper order to make a, a, what a fit. Receptacle for the indwelling divinity.
2: Yeah, I think that's why perhaps there's been so much emphasis on sin because um, that has also usually involved the physical aspect. Yeah. And it's been interpreted in that way in very physical ways. So uh, that's also just a, an outgrowth or a manifestation of uh, this first initiation, you might say.
1: Mm-hmm. And... Um, It's this realization that uh, the Christ dwells within that causes one to really do a 180-degree turn. How this happens, how this awakening occurs, is, I think, perhaps unique to every human being, but it comes at a certain point in the life, (coughs) which is called the probationary path in the ageless wisdom, when the person sets himself on the path of evolution, towards spiritual consciousness. It's a turning away from the pursuit of materialism, from the pursuit of immersion in substance and matter, the pursuit of wealth and fame and power and glory on the outer planes of life. When that no longer satiates the appetites, the desire life, then one turns more toward the subjective level and that's what prepares one for that First Initiation. That's the building of the Temple of Solomon, so to speak, to refer to the Old Testament. The building of a fit receptacle, of of a fit and appropriate body or outer form for what one senses is an indwelling divinity that one seeks to realize. Easier said than done. The whole problem is that the human personality for such a long part of the way really acts as kind of a blind or a veil to this indwelling Christ principle and becomes a kind of an obstruction to it rather than a a means of uh, its expression.
0: For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Christ in You, The Hope of Glory. We have a special offer from Lucas publishing company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Reappearance of the Christ. Many religions today expect the coming of a Savior. The reappearance of the Christ is presented in this book as an event which begins with the birth of the Christ principle in each human heart. Now, this is actually the birth of the soul, the Christ aspect. Now, what I'd like to do too is just go back to that um, opening thought that we had. Uh, now that you've heard Sarah and Dale talk about the uh, talk about what type of ideas, what themes you might find within the book, uh, the reappearance of the Christ. Uh, I'm going to go back going back to the uh, quote that we opened up the show with, and I think maybe it might be um, um, something you can really understand better at this point. Today, as an outcome of this unfolding divine presence. There is entering into human minds everywhere a new concept, that of Christ in us, the hope of glory. There is a growing and developing belief that Christ is in us, as he was in the Master Jesus. And this belief will alter world affairs and mankind's entire attitude to life. Now, coming back to the special offer that we have today, uh, the special offer once again, is the Alice Bailey book, The Reappearance of the Christ. And uh, the special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. So all you're doing is paying for the uh, 16, $16 for the book, which I think when I see the price of books today, uh, they're often much more than $16. But uh, that's the, uh, the offer today, $16 for the book. Ask for The Reappearance of the Christ. And what you have to do is send a check or a money order, sixteen dollars, to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing, One Twenty Wall Street, New York, New York, one zero 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 five. That's Lucis Publishing, One Twenty Wall Street, New York, New York, one zero 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 five. And just write a little notation that you heard about the uh, heard about the offer on the show Inner Sight, and we'll be happy to send it off to you. Uh, if you need to get in contact with us for any reason, if you'd like a general package of information uh, explaining Lucis Trust, this um, one answer of so many more questions so many people have uh, can be answered right now. And is it a religion? No, it's Lucis Trust. It's not a religion. Uh, people come from all walks of life. They read the literature, and uh, some of them, many of them, attend our uh, meetings that we have. We have seminars. Uh, there's no requirement to attend. Uh, but if you'd like to find more about out uh, more about Lucis Trust. Uh, Give us a call on the a toll-free number. We'll send you out a general package of information, 1-866-695-8247. That's one 695 8247 The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of one New York lucis LUCIS, L-U-C-I-S. Our website is www lucistrust.org and you can find out a lot of information about Lucistrust Trust on the website one of the main reasons that people key into the website is to listen to our previously archived library of radio shows and we have many of them uh, that have been archived at this point so I think you'd enjoy that a lot we also appreciate your donations you've made some very nice donations we have difficulty, it's quite a challenge staying on the station and paying every week for the radio show. Many of you have helped us out, and you've sent donations uh, to us, and we really appreciate your support. And without you, without your donations, we just couldn't do this show. So please continue uh, to donate. We'd we'd love to continue doing these shows for you. Uh, Send donations in the form of check or money order to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, one zero 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 five. Sarah, I want to go back. I'd like to go back to uh, the quote that we opened up the show with, and uh, just make a comment here. If we look towards the uh, middle of the quote, uh, towards the end of the second line, it says a belief that Christ is in us, as He was in the Master Jesus. Now, many people might be confused by that because people look at His last name as being Christ, and we're speaking about Christ.
1: His last name being well, Jesus Christ, is, uh, Christ?
0: Well, that's what people refer to him as, is Jesus Christ. It's
1: a and, title. Uh, it's a title, an office, we could say. Uh, as I said, Christ means the anointed one, and it's a, mm-hmm. a spiritual title of uh, achievement, I guess we could say. His personal name, we are told, was Jesus or the Aramaic equivalent. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose people who don't believe in his Christhood would not refer to him as Jesus Christ. But uh, Christ means an uh, an achievement of uh, full fusion of spirit and humanness.
0: And also, I, I like what you said earlier, you and Dale, and, and I think it's a way of um, uh, creating a commonality within all people, and that's the idea that most people uh, don't seem to comprehend. Uh, uh, one doesn't have to be uh, Christian to adopt the Christ, absolutely and, uh, not, and the Christ can be within anybody, regardless of to
1: all names. You know, yeah
0: that's a shame in a way that one uh, group has more or less uh, commandeered uh...
1: absolutely i think well the writings of Alice bailey put it the way i believe that it was a great sin for the christians to commandeer jesus christ as their own in the sense that it created a barrier to those who don't seek to follow the christian religion that was not the intention of christ if we think back there was no christian church at the time He incarnated among the Jewish people. And he said, other sheep have I not of this fold, them also must I bring. He was completely inclusive in consciousness to to a degree that we can only uh, imagine. But he identified with the whole of humanity. He saw no limitations or borders. And it's a great sin that um, people now view him as a province of one particular Religion, And by religion, I mean a man-created system of beliefs, which I think is what all religions are. They are divinely inspired, but they come down to a set of beliefs that are created by the best intentions of limited human beings. And uh, on the spiritual level, Christ belongs to everyone who seeks to emulate him and follow his... uh, his example, whether they give him the credit or not, it doesn't matter. Um, Anybody who lives a life of loving service, of compassion, of inclusive identification, is expressing the Christ in his own heart, don't you think?
2: Well, yes. I mean, it's, it's what Christ symbolized. He came into the world to anchor this great potency of love, the love of God in the world. And that was probably the first time that that had happened, and um, it's taken us maybe 2,000 years to come around to realizing what he really was doing, what he was trying to do at that time, and uh, if we can see it that way, he was trying to bring love into the world and anchor it in human consciousness, and that's what he did, and uh, that's why it's very necessary to kind of look beyond this name of Christ and see it as simply the sole principle of consciousness that is beginning to manifest uh, increasingly more sensitively through every human being.
1: I think it's um, helpful to um, review what the um, intention of of a Christ or a Buddha is. They are called avatars. That's a uh, Sanskrit term that means essentially coming down from far above to anchor something on earth. And that's the role of an avatar, to anchor a a cosmic spiritual principle on earth in manifestation. That's their role. Christ, we could say, anchored in a completely new way, the divine love. And the point of their incarnation of these avatars is to ground something in earthly terms that human beings can then gradually express themselves, and every one of us is accountable for that um, project. Sooner or later we are all intended to become expressions of the Christ principle, Uh, and That's why he said, greater things than I have done, ye shall do, meaning that all of us are on that same trajectory, we could say. Some of us are more expressive of the indwelling Christ principle, the soul, the love aspect, than others are. But if we look at everyone as a potential vehicle for that divinity, I think it gives us hope and infinite patience and tolerance
2: yes i mean it's it's developing the sensitivity of um the soul and sensitivity to the soul and bringing that sensitivity into the outer life and uh, we see this beginning to happen ever since the end of World War two mm-hmm. there's been a tremendous increase in human sensitivity to the Uh, the needs of others, to looking outward towards beyond one's own little personal self to the needs of others. And we see this happening um, every time there is a a great crisis (coughs) uh, in the world, like a great earthquake or a tsunami or tidal waves that uh, wipe out hundreds, thousands of people. And there's a great outpouring of love towards this people in this situation, the victims, and this is essentially the sensitivity of the soul reaching out, and it's, we have to realize that that's what it is. This is the Christ principle at work within you, and um, it's uh, encumbered upon every human being to develop that sensitivity, because that's what uh, brings forth the quality of love into the world.
1: I think, like you say, there is a a growing expression of the Christ principle that we see in the world. Why it takes often a disaster or a crisis of some sort to bring it forth, I don't know. That's one of the mysteries of the human makeup. But a disaster like the tsunami that brought forth that almost automatic, um, instinctive outpouring of not only love and compassion but of real sacrifice in the sense of generous donations pouring out from every part of the world that's not just something nice and expressive of goodwill I really do agree with you that it's an expression of a a sense of shared humanity of a, a realization that um, we are one and that we will rise or fall together. This is the Christ principle in expression that there are no borders that separate us from our fellow human beings, that we do in fact live and breathe as one humanity. And the fact that we registered so quickly and so effortlessly uh, the suffering of the people in the tsunami should give us a realization that there is this enormous potential within humanity that awaits tapping. What would be nice would be if we didn't need a disaster to awaken us. Uh, For example, if in the Middle East, the people on the differing sides of the war could not set aside their grievances because those are based on events, but at least recognize that even those they differ with are human beings with whom they share a common humanity, maybe they could find through that sense of universality some kind of new path towards a resolution that they haven't thought of yet.
0: Is there anything that the individual can do that might serve as a uh, catalyst to actualizing the Christ of the soul principle within everybody?
1: Well, I would think it would begin with one's own commitment to a more selfless, more um, compassion-filled and less self-serving existence. We can begin in our communities, in our places of work and residence, we can begin to pay more attention to the larger issues confronting humanity and not just retreat into our own little comfortable world if it is comfortable, and that's the great danger of the people living in the West, The life is too comfortable and the materialism is too um, fulfilling for us to be bothered to care about those who are suffering.
0: Please take advantage of this special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the book, The Reappearance of the Christ. You've heard a, a long dialogue now, about a half-hour dialogue on the essence of that book, The Reappearance of the Christ by Alice Bailey. So perhaps you'd like to order it and uh, explore it further on your own. You can go into greater depth with that particular topic. So send us a check or money order. Uh, it's discounted today. Send the check or money order, $16, to Lucis. Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York 10005. That's Lucis L U C I S. Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words.
1: and love and power restore the plan on Earth.
0: Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Oh, how'd you know? You were sleep
1: humming the McDonald's jingle.
0: I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about.
1: You just did it.
0: No, I didn't. No so, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte.
1: There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
0: How do you not hear that?
1: Support for this podcast and the following messages comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company. Proud to support the many Texas businesses who make safety their number one priority in the workplace. More information about Safety focused Workers Comp available at WorkSafeTexas.com.